This episode of the MedBullet Step 1 podcast will go over the topic of obturator nerve from the anatomy section on medbullets.com. In this episode, we'll go over the innervation, course, and clinical conditions related to the obturator nerve. Starting with innervation, the sensory component of the obturator nerve innervates the medial aspect of the thigh, and the articular branches of the obturator nerve provide sensory innervation to the hip and knee joints. The motor component of the obturator nerve provides innervation to the obturator externus, adductor longus, adductor magnus, adductor brevis, and gracilis. Moving on to the course of the obturator nerve, starting with the origin, the obturator nerve comes from L2, L3, and L4. With respect to the course of the obturator nerve, the obturator descends through the substance of the psoas and exits medially near the pelvic brim. It then passes behind the common iliac vessels lateral to the hypogastric vessels. It then runs along the lateral wall of the lesser pelvis anterior to the obturator vessels. It then enters the superior aspect of the obturator foramen and then enters the thigh through the obturator canal. So again, as far as the course, the obturator descends through the substance of the psoas and exits medially near the pelvic brim. It then passes behind the common iliac vessels lateral to the hypogastric vessels. It then runs along the lateral wall of the lesser pelvis anterior to the obturator vessels. Then it enters the superior aspect of the obturator foramen, and it then enters the thigh through the obturator canal. The terminal branches of the obturator nerve include the anterior branch and the posterior branch. The anterior branch innervates the adductor longus and the gracilis. Again, the anterior branch of the obturator nerve innervates the adductor longus and gracilis. The posterior branch innervates the adductor magnus and adductor brevis. Again, the posterior branch innervates the adductor magnus and adductor brevis. Keep in mind that these branches are separated by the obturator externus and adductor brevis. Clinical conditions to be aware of involving the obturator nerve is an obturator nerve block. Okay, so now that we've gone over the major points about this topic, let's go over one quick question to apply the information and get a sense of how this topic has been tested on past exams. A 12-year-old boy is brought to his orthopedic surgeon for evaluation of leg pain and positioning. Specifically, over the past several months, he has been complaining of thigh pain and has more difficulty sitting in his wheelchair. His medical history is significant for spastic quadriplegic cerebral palsy since birth and has undergone a number of surgeries for contractures in his extremities. At this visit, his legs are found to be scissored such that they cross each other at the knees and are difficult to separate. Surgery is performed and the boy is placed into a cast that keeps his legs abducted to prevent scissoring. Overactivity of the muscles innervated by which of the following nerves is most consistent with this patient's deformity? And the choices are 1, femoral nerve, 2, nerve to the iliopsoas, 3, obturator, 4, sciatic nerve, and 5, superior gluteal nerve. The correct answer to this question is 3, obturator. So if you have good situational awareness and know that we're going over a question about the obturator nerve, you should have gotten this question correct. But to quickly review, the boy in the question stem with cerebral palsy and leg scissoring most likely has overactivity of the hip adductors, which are innervated by the obturator nerve. One major complication of spastic cerebral palsy is the development of contractures due to muscle imbalances. For example, leg scissoring refers to the hyperadduction of both hips such that the legs cross one another. 
This position makes taking care of the child difficult and can lead to hip and leg deformities over time. Hip adduction is mediated by the adductor muscles, like the adductor longus, brevis, and magnus, as well as the gracilis muscle. These muscles are all innervated by the obturator nerve, which runs through the obturator foramen to reach its targets in the medial compartment of the thigh. To quickly go over the incorrect answers, answer 1, the femoral nerve is responsible for knee extension through its action on the anterior compartment of the thigh. However, hyperextension of the knee does not cause scissoring. Answer 2, the nerve to the iliopsoas is responsible for hip flexion through its eponymous target. However, hyperflexion of the hip does not cause scissoring. Answer 4, the sciatic nerve is responsible for knee flexion via its activity on the posterior thigh compartment. However, hyperflexion of the knee does not cause scissoring. And finally, answer 5, the superior gluteal nerve is responsible for hip abduction via its action on the gluteal muscles. However, hip abduction would actually relieve leg scissoring rather than causing it. To leave you with the bullet summary, the obturator nerve is responsible for innervating the major hip adductor muscles. That's all for this review about the obturator nerve. Hopefully that was helpful. This is the MedBullets Step 1 podcast, a daily audio review session by MedBullets, the free learning and collaboration community for medical student education. Keep in mind that these podcasts are designed to go along with the topics on MedBullets.com, and in fact, you can listen to these episodes right on the MedBullets website or app while going through the topic. If you're enjoying the podcast so far, please consider leaving us a five-star rating and writing us a review on Apple Podcasts. It will help us spread the word and increase our discoverability tremendously. Thanks so much, and we'll see you all tomorrow.